Welcome to another Hometime Daily Takeaway, and we know what we're all here for. I feel like this idea, uh, whilst it seemed like a good idea on last night's podcast, someone backfired on us as we look at our phones and just get a little tiny preview of some of these photos of uh, producer Adem's birthday party that we were hoping to expose in this episode. Yesterday we were saying that we were gutted we weren't invited to it. I'm looking at some of these pictures um, and I'm, <laughs> I'm quite bullet. glad I wasn't there. Dodge the bullet, mate. So you've, uh, producer Adem, um, this is part, we've, we've applied for these photos through this, the Secrets of Information Act. Yeah. Uh, producer Adem has given us five picture stroke videos each, which we're going to scroll through and have a look at live for you right now on this podcast. So I've got one here where uh, there are two ladies on the side of him and um, he's willingly showing everyone his chest and having his nipples pointed out. Brilliant. What kind of chest hair has he got? Has he got good chest hair? Uh, he's got as much as I was expecting him to have. Uh, there's, a, there's a girl here in my first picture holding uh, a great big cat... That's <laughs> a massive cat. Isn't it a massive cat? It's, his Is cat. that your cat? Yeah, they're not as fat as they look in that picture. What is your cat called? Ellie. Ellie the, Ellie the cat is so big, it looks like it'd have kids' um, elasticated waist she's, jeans. She's actually named after Elle McPherson as well. Oh, right, you just pipe, you just stay out of this. This is the Freedom of Information Act. Thank you. Uh, the next two I've been sent the videos. Let's have a look. He's not in that one. This girl singing at him. Yeah. God, I don't know, you, you're doing something right. It's, it's in the video that I've got on my one here, this, I think, might be the one of him dancing in his pants that we were worried about. Let's have a little listen to this. Uh, that's just a gif. You made a gif of you dancing I, in your I underpants? I made a gif. Well, someone has, and wow. it's on your phone, mate. I don't know what I was going on that this. night. One wow. here, uh, he looks like he's biting someone. I don't know whether it's a lady or a gentleman. Let's have a look. It's another video. What is going on there? It's like wrestling. Okay. I think um, I'm calling time on that. I'm calling. We might, maybe the might at the very end of the podcast, we might have a look at one more bit each. But I think I don't know about you, Richie. I've had enough. I'm, I'm glad we weren't there. It's obviously what the youth of today get up to, and I think we're better off out of it. This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. I had a little accident in the kitchen on Sunday and I'm still a bit shaken by it. Allow me to explain. Uh, we were having a lovely family barbecue on Sunday, nice and warm in Leon Sea, uh, and it all went well. I did kebabs with flatbreads, which was nice on the barbecue. Very, very good. Uh, and it was that, you know, that nice bit at the end of a Sunday where you've, you've, you've had family around, the cooking's gone well, and you're pretty much just cleared up as a dad. Maybe you've got the tea towel over one of your shoulders, yep. like an admiral, nearly done and dusted. I thought, you know what I'll do? Just before I go to bed, I'll put, I'll put the bin out. So I grabbed both kind of corners, the, the horns of the bin bag, lifted it up, moved it to the left to try and start tying it together. Then I heard this terrible noise, this kind of slow splitting noise, and the bin bag just completely fell apart and everything went all over the kitchen floor that I'd just cleaned before. And obviously in that was, uh, we've got a five-month-old, so there's nappies in there. Oh, grim. Bits of corn on the cob. A beetroot salad that I bought because it looked good. Had three mouthfuls and thought this is disgusting. So that went beetroot all over the floor as well. My language was just like... I've never, I've never seen anything like it. So I then had to, just when I thought this is me, I was going to be sitting down with a beer and chilling out after a brilliant day, I then had to get my... I've got a pair of, like, rubber gloves that I wear for, like, work around the house. Nothing weird. Mm -hmm. Just rubber work around the house. Like, putting, you know, taking stuff to the tip. I had to put them on and then go on my hands and knees and scoop up just this stuff 
and stick it in a brand new bin bag, and it was awful. It's a horrible end to a weekend. Oh, is it was Sunday night? What yeah, about that? Terrible. What, what a bookend to a weekend that was. But there was, I was singing to myself whilst I was scooping this stuff up and then getting on Katie's nerves by using the uh, illegally using the dustpan and brush to, to get chickpeas off the floor. <laughs> um, I think that's the worst household accident you can have. I'll be right up there. Be I, right up there. I can't think of... You might be listening to this now thinking I've had worse. I don't think you have. I think that's the worst. Been splitting after a barbecue with nappies in there as well. Worst household accident you can have. I would agree with you it's right up there. Could I Could I put forward something that I think is 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 close? Do, we'll do it. I think we need to try have a little uh, cards on the table this hour of the show. If you can think of a worse accident, tell us. Worst household accident, and I've done this. It's once again in the kitchen. It's a, it's an open cupboard door, but it's one of the higher cupboards, okay? Yeah. Open cupboard door. <laughs> You're putting something away in a lower cupboard. You get up and you smash your head against the top cupboard and you knock yourself out. Wow, so you kind of like push through with your glutes straight into it. Bang! As a result, if I'm putting anything away in a bottom cupboard now, I will then walk around like some kind of velociraptor just checking that above me there are no cupboard doors open before I fully extend myself. This, you've had this a few times then by the sounds of it. I have. I'm scarred. And who believes you when you say you've walked into a cupboard door? Everyone's a bit like, <laughs> anyone you need to talk to? David's putting a compelling case forward. He says I was carrying the cat litter box down the stairs. <laughs> I mean, we're all now ahead here, aren't oh, we? Oh dear. Uh, to empty one day last week, the clips that hold it all together gave way on the second step down. The bottom fell out and cascaded remnants uh, soaked wood-based litter all the way down to oh, my hallway. Man. That is awful, that, isn't it? <laughs> I bet it looked quite poetic as it flowing down the stairs. Another David's been on. He says, uh, walking on a large slug on our wooden floor in my bare feet. Oh. Do you know what? I put my foot in a quite a wet dog... Douglas Hurd, uh, when we were playing five-a-side football outside a, a caravan park. And I've never forgotten that. That's rhyming slang for the kids, that one. <laughs> this is, we, we need to do a show on this again <laughs> yeah. at some point. We need to update all our cultural we references. Do, we do indeed. So, look, if you think of a worse, uh, a worse household accident, 8-12-15, if you've got a better rhyming slang for that word, <laughs> a more modern one, 8-12-15 as well, get in touch. Siobhan says, carrying a naked toddler to the loo when he declares a toilet emergency... Oh only for it to start en route and then you end up standing in it with bare feet before being able to stop yourself. Way worse than a bit of rubbish. Well, that actually is putting my one into perspective. Shay says, <laughs> I tripped leaving the kitchen with a bowl of tomato soup. My hallway looked like there'd been a massacre. I had to redecorate the walls which had previously all been white. Uh, right, Kirsty, uh, tell us what happened in your house, please. So my husband was doing a spot of DIY Right. And he had uh, just pulled the fridge, which was in a raised casing, out to get to the plug socket at the back. Mm -hmm. But he pulled it out too far. It toppled forward into the double oven, which was opposite. <laughs> broke the glass door on the on the oven. <laughs> on top, perched on top of the fridge, had been our microwave, which obviously slid off <laughs> and smashed into a million pieces. So we had, in one fell swoop, lost our fridge, our oven. And our microwave. <laughs> what a we guy. Lost, we almost lost our dog, which was in the kitchen at the time and just escaped with her life. Gosh, so what, what's your husband's name? Robert. Robert. What was Robert's behaviour like after this? Because I mean, I was effing and jeffing after splitting the bin bag. I don't know what I'd do if what happened to him happened to me. I was not present at the time, but when I came in, there was a notice on the kitchen door that said, 
do not come in disaster area. <laughs> Brilliant. And how readily do you let Robert go near DIY now? Well, I won't touch DIY, so I just have to let him do it. And, you know, it's been it's been the one bad incident in many years of excellent DIYing. Yeah, so he's been pretty consistent from that point on. Good on you, Robert. He is, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. Good to speak to you. Take care. Okay. Nick in Horsham says, My kids used to live in Darwin, Northern Territory, Australia. When visiting them, we had a rather sizable barbecue. Things got boozy and the game started. Stumbling around in the garden, I trod on a cane toad. Ooh. This little blighter was stuck in my toes. It went everywhere. Ooh. That's pretty grim, isn't it? Um... As a side issue, a lot of people trying to help you uh, update your your rhyming slang with uh, with Douglas Hurd <laughs> yeah. uh, that we <laughs> we decided was a little bit eighties for the kids. Well, like, you know, it was it's just why just the rhyming slang for it, but there's, there's never been anything since. Matthew in Sheffield trying to help out. Uh, he's gone with Thora Hurd, which I'd say is <laughs> still pretty old, isn't it? I'd say this is just as old <laughs> as Douglas. Uh, Amber Hurd, Chris in Ipswich. Even she isn't really current these days. No, this is it. We've got Sue on the line, please. What happened to you guys? It was a pressure cooker. You know, the old-fashioned... Um, I can't remember what make the word. The old-fashioned pressure cookers. Yep. And the, the valve on the top... So my pressure cooker is full of stew, merrily cooking on the gas cooker. The valve on the top... Um, I think the pressure pushed it out. It turned into a fountain of gravy. <laughs> that shot right up to the ceiling... It hit the ceiling and then it cascaded down on all of the cupboards and <laughs> everything in the kitchen. It was just like a gravy fountain. Gravy fountain? The gravy, the gravy was so hot that you actually couldn't get in there to turn the gas off. So you just kind of had to stand back, wait for the gravy to run out of the... Till it had run out, till it stopped raining gravy before you could go in and switch it off. It's almost biblical. Milk. It's got a biblical feel. Raining gravy, gravy fountain. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> And, and Moses came top from, back from the top of the mountain and said it will rain gravy on you. <laughs> it will rain gravy everywhere. <laughs> I you're done with him passing the sea for me to get from the cooker, to be fair. Yes. Good to speak to you, man. Take care. All right, then. Jason from Yeovil says, Chaps, we have a walk-in pantry. I dropped a 500-gram container of corn flour. As it hit the floor, the lid came off. I instantly considered bricking the whole place up. Six months later, I'm still finding flour. I hate it. Uh, now, Ben has been waiting. This is this is promising to be a good one. Ben, tell us what happened with you. Right, yeah. Well, obviously, when you're younger, you get ready to go out on a night out, but... I, at the time, going at my new missus, who I'd just got with, probably been with her for about two weeks, um, she could drink a bit more than me. So I thought, I'd better be sensible and my stomach. So I uh, got some dinner on the go. Um, but trying to speed things up, I thought I'd uh, leave that on the hob and quickly go have a shower. And yeah. in these old houses, the bathroom was next door to the kitchen for some strange reason. Right. So I went in there having a shower. Um, and all of a sudden, I suddenly thought, what if the pasta boils over? And then sort of, uh, you know makes a mess and I've got to tidy that before going out so I thought I'd quickly jump out of the shower go turn the hobs off um, and a nice tiled floor I slipped and managed to smash my head on the door frame um, and in the process of doing that it ended up being out cold on the bar at the kitchen floor probably for a couple of minutes absolutely naked covered in blood <laughs> and uh, trying to um, you know, compose myself I go back into the bathroom and finish getting dressed you know showered and at this point, I'm looking at myself in a reflection in the mirror, and everywhere water has been, blood is mixed of it, and it looks horrific. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I thought, you know, well, I'll send the missus a nice little message, and I'll just bang my head. And, of course, at this point, she's like, uh, yeah, OK. Um, and then I sent, obviously sent her a picture message just to back it up. 
At which, at this point, she's then come charging over to check on me. Um, I'm out of the shower at this point, but semi-conscious in the front room, trying not to pass out and die. <laughs> Apparently, I'd got concussion. Oh um, she took me off to hospital to get my head stitched up. But my housemate Wesley at the time came home and was looking around, wondering why the kitchen and the front room and the bathroom was soaked in blood and there was pasta everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the date you were thinking of, was it? No, well, I was hungry, so... <laughs> Brilliant. That's so good. Lovely to speak to you, man. That's brilliant. That's all right. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. If you have no plans this weekend, we want to give you some plans by sending you to the Isle of Wight Festival before six o'clock, thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets. Now you're going to want to be there because on Saturday afternoon, 4.15, on the Riverside stage, it will be Bush and myself with our 80s versus 90s disco. It's going to be mint. Yes. It's going to be fantastic, uh, and we have decided that on the Friday night uh, we will be flyering uh, the entire festival yep. uh, to make sure that everybody knows that uh, we are DJing uh, the following afternoon, and we're going to be doing that in costumes, to draw attention to ourselves, uh, in costumes befitting of the decades that we will be representing. So last night you guys were very helpful in trying to come up with a, a iconic 80s character outfit for Richie, and you've decided upon... Freddie Mercury! A a, what era Freddie again? Uh, we're talking Live Aid era, we're talking in the yellow tunic, the military jacket. You're going to look a million dollars. Thank you very much. And so are you, my friend, in whatever people choose for you tonight from the 90s. The 90s. What iconic 90s character, then, could I dress as? A, you're walking around as Freddy. Who am I going to be? Well, of course, I am going to be walking around as Freddy, uh, and we have, you know gone with a musical icon but as we said yesterday it doesn't have to be that way it could be a cultural icon of the 90s and the suggestion that i would like to put to you is very much that oh my (laughs) is that his official is that his song that was that was a number one i didn't know about this yeah sounds like a number two (laughs) you'd look like one my friend so this is only because our boss paul suggested you were bungle yes they said the outfits is that why you're saying <laughs> yeah, this? I think it'd be great. It'd be fantastic. Yeah, people would be drawn to you on the Friday night as we're handing out the flyers. Oh, can you imagine? And you'd look great DJing up on the stage as Blobby. I've had a few beers before in the Isle of Wight and gone out into the crowd in the evenings. And it's very, you know, the, the, sometimes the floor can be a bit up and down, particularly yeah. if you've had a couple of shandies. Imagine going over in a Mr Blobby outfit and getting rolled by revellers. I would be with you. I I would, you, you, we'd be hand in hand, Freddie and Blobby. I wouldn't let you fall over. And DJing on the Saturday, I would let you, let you take the head off. Imagine, imagine, though, you dressed as Freddie Mercury, shouting, Blobby! <laughs> Blobby's gone! Anyone seen Blobby? <laughs> People be wondering what they've been drinking. I think you'll find it's a compelling suggestion. It's not a bad suggestion. I'm deeply scared of outfits. You know, <laughs> having outfits on like that, the way they have to hold their heads to look out of the eye slot and stuff like that. I'm not so sure. What's the weather supposed to be like this weekend? Um, up to 30 degrees. Brilliant. So this is a great plan. Really yeah. appreciate that. I had a thought earlier on on the train. What about Ian Duncan Smith? <laughs> you tried to go down the politics route yesterday in the 80s and uh, you're, you're pushing the same agenda today. Monica Lewinsky. Douglas Hurd from earlier. There you go, he's got a rhyming <laughs> name. Uh, my mate Brian's texted to say Colonel Gaddafi. Was he 90s or 80s? A bit of both really, wasn't he? Transcended both. Um, uh, Cleo is going with uh, Keith Flint. I think as a yes. costume, that'd be fantastic. Can I carry that off, though? Did Keith ever walk around with glasses on? Very focals. <laughs> oh, my God, Keith with very focals. <laughs> He'll be mortified. Oh, dear, I'm so sorry, Keith. <laughs> I'm sorry, Keith, mate, for what I've done. Um, that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> that's, the glasses are a problem, aren't they? It, it's whoever it is is going to have to have glasses on. But you wear contacts for football. And have you seen the state of me in them? <laughs> 
A lot of people going down the glasses route here. Uh, Ned Flanders from The Simpsons says someone. Uh, Jake says, if you don't go as Britney, I think you're missing an opportunity. You can even get away with the glasses. <laughs> Does she have glasses? Uh, she did in the uh, schoolgirl outfit. I'm pretty Oh, you remember that sure one, do you? Sure, I... Um, my wife is a big Britney fan, all right? Oh, that's what it is. <laughs> that's what it is. Um, <laughs> Clive's gone down the glasses route. Uh, Chucky from... Uh, what? Um, uh, Rugrats. So what, going around... Was he a baby, dressed as a baby? Yeah, he wants rest. me to go to the other white festival. Just well, he's more as a toddler. Well, that's, well, in that case, he just should have said, <laughs> "Not a problem at all." <laughs> uh, right, Michelle, uh, you got a good one for him. <laughs> I have indeed. What is it? Um, the Jerry Halliwell Great Britain Union Jack dress. Yes. Imagine that. Imagine my legs in that dress. Oh dearie me! <laughs> like knots in string. <laughs> <laughs> So out of all the Spice Girls there, all the different... I mean, I could maybe have carried off Sporty Spice, just wearing tracky bottoms or whatever. I actually yeah. would have been a Liverpool top, so that wouldn't have been a great weekend. <laughs> but uh, you've gone... Why, why Jerry? Why, why is that so iconic of the 90s? Uh, that's what it reminds me of. Spice Girls, Jerry Hollywell. She wore that for, the, uh, for, the, for that first, like, video, that, didn't she? That first, that, yeah, that first big outfit. It is the iconic outfit. Always, yeah, you could always do posh little black dress. <laughs> oh, he's got two to choose from now. Oh, yes, Michelle. <laughs> Thank you very much. Brilliant. No problem. Trying to work out who I'm going to be. Thank you for your suggestions so far. I, I, like I said last night, though, if you lose that yellow coat as Freddie Mercury, you're going to look like Bob Carroll, geez. Just with that moustache and curly hair. Can't wait to see that. Uh, meanwhile, the, the suggestions are coming in. Jason says, what about Alf? I could go as Alf. Alien life form. Oh. Do you remember the big <laughs> old schnoz? <laughs> yeah, I've got the nose for it. <laughs> Uh, Gordon the Gopher says someone else. Thank you for that. Uh, there's uh, still loads coming in for all sorts of weird things, but I'm definitely not going to be. Uh, Gavin has suggested Mr Bean. I can't believe we waited that long to go with such an icon. I hate Mr Bean. Why do you hate Mr Bean? I hate Mr Bean. What's wrong with him? Honestly, I'm so embarrassed from a British perspective, that pe- I know because he's famous around the world, yeah. that people think that's our humour. Because Mr Bean is like, that humour <laughs> is like if you go to Greece and you put on their local telly and think that's what they're laughing at. That's Mr Bean, that is. Yeah, but the, the thing is, it transcends it because there's no language. I know. It's just... It's like... There's no words for it, is there? There's literally no words for it. Oh, my God, it makes me so mad. Don't make me be Mr Bean. <laughs> let's, let's, get, let's get a phone on, phone call on it. Uh, Sarah, what's he going to wear? Timmy Mallet. <laughs> so, <laughs> t- t- Timmy Mallet came up yesterday when we were talking about 80s stuff for Richie as well. So, he's ever present, isn't he? Yes. Mallet and Mallet's yeah. Mallet. What would the outfit kind of be then, do you think? Oh, it's got to be the funky glasses, uh, bright Hawaiian shirt, pink trousers, orange shoes, Great. stripy socks. Now I'm so. I'm just checking here because I wanted to make sure that he didn't wriggle out on uh, on a technicality. Uh, Whackaday was still going in 1992, my friend. Just crept in. Exactly. Yep. He looks like Blippi's stepdad, for starters. Secondly, yeah. did I read somewhere that Timmy Mallet is actually a hero because he dived into a river and saved someone from drowning? Yes, I would have thought so. So there's there's a good there's a good vibe about Timmy Mallet. And then what? Will I get an, on people's nerves if I'm hitting people with a sponge hammer whilst they've had a few beers on a Friday night in the Isle of Wight? You can hit people with the hammer if they're annoying you, so bonus. Do you know right. what? Do you know what? I don't want to tell the Isle of Wight Festival people how to run a festival, but I reckon in between switchovers of the big acts on the main stage, yeah. if they had Timmy Mallet up there doing um, Mallet's Mallet, <laughs> yeah. uh, with, uh, I reckon that would go off. They'd absolutely go mad. Imagine that just before Kasabian. Right, look at each other, go bleh. Look at the camera, go bleh. <laughs> Be bottled off. <laughs> Great. Lovely to speak to you, Sarah. Thank you very much. Uh, Claire from the Wirral has just texted saying, what about Where's Wally? 
Again, a glasses thing with a, with a woolly hat on 30-odd degrees. I'm going nah. to keel over. Do you know what? We've had a load of suggestions for this. Uh, he's an iconic character. I remember, obviously, him fronting up the Prodigy when we saw them a few years back at the Isle of Wight oh, Festival. Yes. When it was tipping down the rain, it was amazing. Keith Flint from the Prodigy. Just brilliant. So, what about that? I think that outfit might kind of work. The glasses will be an issue. <laughs> Let's not get this wrong. The glasses are going to be an issue. But we'll just work with what we've got. Keith. <laughs> Keep in with glasses is awesome. It's going to be amazing. Watch this space. <laughs> Isle of Wight Festival this weekend. We'll see you there. She's got a ticket to ride. He's got a ticket to ride. They've got a ticket to ride. We'll get you there. Thanks to 10 Weeks of Tickets, Ticket to Ride. Win your way to the Isle of Wight Festival, it's that simple. Uh, yes, the ferry left earlier on. Uh, one of the artists playing this weekend, singing one of their hits. Uh, but the foghorn sounded once again. Guys, sunshine, not a bit of fog in sight. There's no need to do it. Uh, hopefully, uh, Daisy uh, has got the answer to uh, what was being um, blocked out by the fo- foghorn. Uh, Daisy, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? We're really good. It's a lovely day. Where are you? Have you been enjoying this beautiful sunshine? <laughs> no, I've been teaching and then setting up for the school show. <laughs> oh, dear. What, what like subject do you teach? I teach drama. Tell us about the school show. What is the production uh, for this term, please? It is uh, a modern adaptation of Alice in Wonderland. Wow. Were you ever on stage, Richie, back in the day? I was the third segment from the front in The Dragon in Aladdin. Uh, um, in the school Daisy will be <laughs> astonished to hear that I was Napoleon in Animal Farm. Oh, my word. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. How, how did that work out as a play? Was that all right as a play? Like... Yeah, I've got fond memories of it. <laughs> Did it get good reviews <laughs> in the Evening Standard? <laughs> the, the local paper had some great words to say about it. <laughs> I bet they did. Storming performance. <laughs> right then, Daisy, let's see whether you're going to win these tickets or not. Do you know what lyrics were b- foghorned out in that Muse song? Um, you're the queen of the superficial. Yes. You, you can't be doing a school production and not know your lyrics to Muse. <laughs> Very true. Very Daisy, true. you're going to the Isle of Wight Festival, which means you'll be able to see Richie and I do 80s versus 90s on Saturday. Amazing, how exciting. We'll see you there and I'll reprise my Napoleon the Pig for you. Oh, good, I can't wait. Yeah, she's definitely not going to come to the festival after that. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Daily Last knockings of the show. Obviously, uh, we've uh, not got long left. Uh, straight after we finish, I'm off to <laughs> I'm off to do something that I know I know right now is going to be a waste of my time. Facebook Marketplace pickup. Oh dear, the, it's just the worst place in the world, isn't it? I know right now that I'm going to be sent on a wild goose chase, but I've had to drive the car in uh, to park up for after the show so that I can then come into work go back to the car and then drive specifically to this house to pick up uh, a reserve car seat for Rocco's grandparents' car so he can like be, be ferried around by them. Yeah. 15 quid, so I've got to find a cash... Got to find a cash point somewhere, get some cash out. It's been a whole day in the planning, and I know I'm going to get there. They won't be in, there won't be a car seat. It's going to be an absolute waste of my time, isn't it? It's always going going to get the thing, because a lot of the times it's not you buying it, you're, you're 
ferrying stuff for the other half. Yeah. Let's, let's be honest. Yeah. A lot of the time, you feel like you're dealing. Yeah, because this is the thing. It's not me who's done this. I've not set up this deal. I don't know who the person is. It's all through Natalie's Facebook. I'm just the... I'm the mule. Well, do you know what? The, the last time I did exactly that, I, I drove to an estate in Southend to buy uh, a cheap, collapsible buggy because we're going to take it on holiday with us. Uh, I then handed over the money because, obviously, it's not my deal. I just put it in the boot. <laughs> and then I got a load of stick when I got back because oh, everything was ripped. <laughs> I'm not supposed to check it. It's not your fault. I'm the delivery guy. I bet it won't even have Isofix. This is the Daily Takeaway. Takeaway. Right, back to the video. Okay. I'll, I'll spool forwards uh, about 30 seconds. Let's see what happens. The woman's now punching him. Is this an assault? We went and you've just assaulted a woman there. She knocked her over. Who are you fighting with? That's my cousin. Your cousin. She used to be a bodybuilder. And she's oh. pole dance. She's very strong. She's tattooed up to the eyeballs, isn't she? <laughs> and then uh, this last one here is uh, our mutual friend Serena crying, apparently. Let's have a quick look. Serena, why are you crying? Because you're in the chili. Was you in the chimney? No, she's eating a, a, a red hot chili. For a um, I feel like a, a night of your party is akin to like some of the stuff you might have to go through like as an initiation to get into the Royal Marines. <laughs> <laughs> no, safe, I like it. <laughs>